0: Deadheads, a supplementary podcast. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Deadheads, the supplementary podcast to the main podcast, Dead Air. My name is Chris Costello, and I'm joined by our three actual deadheads. Guys, please introduce yourselves in any order. Go ahead. Hello, everyone. I'm
1: Emil. I'm the resident A24 horror fanboy. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Hello. Hi, I'm Anthony. I'm the casual horror fan. Hello.
0: <laughs> Bullshit.
2: Hi, guys. Um, <laughs> I'm Franny and uh, Emma. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I used to be much more niche, but I just watch anything I can I can find nowadays. But I still love yes. the
3: the, yeah, the sexy the nuns. Yeah. Sexy
2: nuns. Erotica.
0: Yes. Horror erotica, go friend. Horror erotica. We okay. support. Well, Super okay. support. Okay, well it's it's so much fun having you guys on. Um it's been a minute. It's been a while um since we've we've done this. And su- surprisingly, um it's weird because uh, twenty twenty-two has been really great to horror fans and we should have yeah. been doing this more often.
2: Regularly.
0: Um, <laughs> honestly, yeah. This is really in, in the last in the three oh my god, we're hitting three years of dead air. This is easily oh. the, the best year I think. Um Agree. For horror. Yes, um, agree, agree. Um, for, for the quality yeah. and the amount of horror films that yeah. came out. True. It's, it's been quite excellent and we should have been talking about this more. So so it's it's been too long, but um I'm super duper duper excited to to talk about uh the three films that you guys have chosen for this episode. Um I have a lot to say about all three, and I'm sure you guys have a lot to say about all three. Um, so yeah, let's just uh, let's just jump into it. Do, do, should we uh, do an mini mo to see who goes first, or or does anyone want to volunteer? Sure. Wow, there's well, a long a pause smiling. there. <laughs> um, should I just should I just assign someone? Yeah, sure. Yes, yeah. let's That'll do it. it. Okay, so I love all three of these films, but. Um, one film that really kind of blew my mind, I really want let, to... Let's just kick off the episode with Anthony. Let's talk about Terrifier. Terrifier 2. All right.
1: Nice. Okay, okay. Yes. So um, Terrifier 2 actually wasn't... Uh, people weren't expecting the movie to come out big because as, as we've watched the first film, it was a sleazy uh, slasher movie. Yeah, they didn't have that much yeah didn't have that much plot didn't have that much promotion i guess yeah there was little promotion and the budget was very minuscule so people weren't really expecting that film to come out big and then they i believe the second film was crowdfunded so they had bigger budgets and then which went to all practical effects Mm-hmm. So, and then um, I think the original story for, I think the backstory of the film was that um, this was originally another film by Damien Leon, Although the uh, the whole plot for that film was crap, but the only concept that he got from the first film was the lead character, uh, the angel, the angel thing, the angel costume. So that's where he got the character into Terrifier oh, wow. too. So, um yeah, to start with, I think um yeah, the story wasn't really that much of, you know, something that should be t- talked about. Um Well, it's Art the Clown's Resurrection and then Wreaking Havoc. Um, the first scene was really good. Was, if you're a fan of slasher films, then this is really a must for you. The kills are really awesome. And then mm-hmm. um, there's There's um, spoiler, just spoiler, spoiler alert. There's one really particular scene that uh, I really love. I think that was when he eviscerated and (laughs) mutilated one of the lead character's friends in her bedroom. In her bedroom, yeah, okay. of mm-hmm. course. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, um, should I should I start with the plot or
0: actually, yeah, uh, yeah. Let's let's go to the plot. But right before that, any of you two have have the others seen Terrifier two, Emil or Franny? Yeah,
2: not me, sorry. Oh, um, it's, so,
3: it's so funny because. Um, I, I watched Terrifier 1 first when I heard that 2 was coming out. And right now, I'm actually watching through it. I'm at, I'm at the very first scenes
0: and I'm oh, enjoying today. so far. today, okay. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah actually... just right now, yeah. Right now? <laughs> right now, it's in, like, in my other tab. Really? <laughs> yeah. I actually, yeah. So I I had not even, it's so weird. I had not even heard of Terrifier, the movie, until the press of Terrifier 2. And then I got so into the press of Terrifier 2 because like they really hyped up. Now it's, it's crowdfunded. It's super, you know, back to basics horror. Uh, no CGI, uh, you know, and then there's like, then, then, then the next coming of of the final girl, and so I was like super in, into the hype. And then I, I watched the first film. I was super disgusted by the f- first film. By the way, it's it's <laughs> so much like yeah, it was. It's it too much. It's too much. Like it, it's yeah. It, it's I can't even recommend no. the first film to anyone. I, too I much can't.
2: meaning, too extreme. It's too extreme. extreme.
0: It's too extreme. Yeah, uh, wow. ab- I loved yeah. it so much. Wow, now that has
2: my attention. <laughs> the kills no, are very graphic. like extreme.
0: It has one of the worst kills I've ever seen, ever, ever. <laughs> the one straight down. Yes, yeah. the <laughs> the yes, <mid. laughs> yes. And uh, yeah, so kill. so the, that's how I got into it. Like I watched the movie, I recognized how um, innovative the filmmaking is. Um, it, it's yes. really parang, it's like see Damien Leone it's like a force of nature it's just like no I'm just gonna give you everything that I, I want yep. to do um, and then you you just decide like if, if you want to be blown away by it or if you're just gonna hate it um, I'm a mixture of both I love it and I hate it but I cannot deny how incredible he is as a filmmaker and what he did and uh, yeah so that that's my impression of Terrifier the first one so so Anthony, why, why don't you give us a primer on what the Terrifier franchise is about? Oh, okay. Well, it is about Art the Clown. Um, I think
1: some horror fans are switching sides from Pennywise to Art the Clown as their favorite clown mm-hmm. after watching Terrifier 2. Because I think um, what sets him apart from Pennywise that Pennywise was just more of a tormentor. While uh while Art Declan was really the real deal, you know he slaughters everything in his path, wow. and he's unapologetic, he's unforgiving, you know. He he talks less. Ah, I, he hasn't really talked in any of the films. So yeah, yeah. yeah which is which makes it really scary. Is,
0: is he's a mime? Like he's so scary because yes, he mimes. He mimes, he he mimes everything. <laughs> that green of his it's that green yeah yeah yeah
1: and oh another fact um i think there was another film released before terrifier it was i've watched that film it's all hallows night, all hallows um, it night. Was, i haven't seen that it, it, it's not an origin story though but that was the first film that had art the clown um it didn't have really any connection with the other films Mm-hmm. But it did feature Isaac Clown, so that was his first film, and then Terrifier, and then this. Well, um, the Terrifier did not have a female lead. I think that's that's one of the mistakes that Terrifier to tried to repair. Mm-hmm. Um, Terrifier did not really have a female lead. I think the female lead went insane on the first. Uh, yeah, at the end of the film, and then Terrifier 2 actually repaired some of the mistakes that the first film had, like the. Uh, uh, the um, the final girl um, with Sienna, and then um, the film was excessively long for a slasher film. It was like over two hours long yeah, so <laughs> yeah guys, um this is probably the first time that you'll be watching a slasher film that's more than two hours It's even longer than scream and um okay, um, so the plot um I think it's very simple no um, he was resurrected from the dead by some unknown entity. And then he has this little girl in a clown costume and a clown makeup, which that girl looks really scary, too, which was actually one of his first victims. Um, I I forgot the name of the girl. It's the Pale Girl something. I think it's called the Pale Girl. And then, um, yeah, it's just Rick Savok. And then um, Sienna, the lead character, uh, time um, after one year later from the first scene, Sienna, actually, uh, with her brother, were um, were preparing for Halloween. And then her her brother, younger brother, wanted to dress up as Art the Clown. And then um, Sienna was actually uh, uh, preparing for an angel costume, a battle angel costume, I believe. That's the correct term. And then, yeah, and then that's how they got into Art the Clown. Um, Art the Clown actually was in their city at that time, killing random strangers along the way. And then that's where how he got stumbled into mm-hmm. Sienna and her brother mm-hmm. Johnson. I think Johnson was the name of their brother. And then the kills were really good. Um, the kills are very brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, their um, spoiler alert: their mom was killed in a very explosive way. Yeah. Her head got exploded in a very graphic way. Probably one of the best head explosion kills <laughs> recently um yeah the kills are really good Uh, you can tell that most of the budget went into the practical effects yeah and um probably my downs for the movie is that i wished for a long uh for higher kill count for more than two hours i was hoping for a carnage from art the clown probably like slaughtering all party goers or something Mm. yeah that's i i was expecting that scene but well sure um, they actually went for store more of storytelling about yes. you know um, that twist in Sienna's character. Mm. I don't want to tell about that because yeah. you know that uh, probably big, I might spoil very the big, whole yeah. movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Very big spoiler. But that, uh, but I think Damien Leon stated that Sienna will be the final girl for his next movies. So oh, if, shit, you wanna, awesome. if you want to, if you want to,
3: yes.
0: Okay.
1: Yes, he confirmed that. So that actually might have might spoil everything if I tell that. Ooh, that's, so that's you have to watch the movie. Anytime.
0: Okay. Did not know that. So that you really have cool. guys watch the movie.
1: Yeah. Um, he's, yeah, he's, super, he's already confirmed.
0: Yeah, yeah. I 100 agree with you. Uh, this uh, this uh, this movie. You you started off what you were saying, parang saying that. Uh, Terrifier two kind of create, tried to fix the mistakes of Terrifier the first film. I, I I totally 100% agree with that. Terrifier the first film. So basically, Terrifier is about this clown. Uh, his name is Art the clown. You have no backstory. Art the clown. He just he just appears and he's a force of nature. And then he just kills everyone like in his path. Um, he's super sadistic and he does every kill with like extreme sadism. He he uh, he and he doesn't. He he, like what 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 I feel about it. What I what I really appreciate about his kills are, um, they're not sexual in nature. Cause say hey, you can be a, a slasher, oh yeah, and then you can really be exploitative, and then you can exploit, uh, you know, you know, uh, like a low budget B movie can really, you know, you can turn a slasher into easily turn yeah a like those old movie. films. Yeah, like like exploitation, explo- exploitation, yeah. sex exploitation. This is not it. This is like this dude does no. not give a fuck. Like he will kill men. He will kill women. He will. I mean, like there's full on male children, dick nudity. Like there's like full on female nudity. Like he does not discriminate. Um, you know, mm. like it's not like there's zero, you know, like sexual um violence. I feel. Well, I don't know. No, there is sexual violence, but it's not targeted towards women. It's just like, it's just targeted towards human beings. So it's like very... Easy. Everyone. It's, yeah, it's yeah. everyone. Like he does not... He do does it not discriminate. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he does, does not, not discriminate. discriminate. So, yeah, so so it's... I, I appreciate that about it um, because, uh, yeah, so it like kind of elevates the B-movie, B-slasher movie, you know, low-budget film. Um and it corrects, uh, yeah. And so going back to to your original point, Terrifier Two really corrects a lot of the mistakes of the first movie. The first movie, I feel like there was really no, no, um, mm-hmm. there's just no, no but hope. there's <laughs> yeah. zero hope. <laughs> like there's just like there's no hope in this world. No, you're you know there's there's nothing. Yeah, yeah, you're just, just, gonna you're just gonna die. Um, this movie, it's 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 there is like it really the flavor of someone fighting back from that force of nature it adds so much yes yeah so i i super i love this movie like it it was such a great um experience for me discovering it i cannot recommend this movie to a lot of people but to those (laughs) who i can i feel i can recommend it i think they will really really enjoy it so yeah Yes, totally. Agree, totally agree I'm with. I'm sold with on you. it.
2: I want to watch it.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree with with Anthony's take on on this. Yeah, super super recommended, uh, Franny. I think you will enjoy it. It is so fucked up. It is fucked up beyond belief. Yeah, it is. Like um, yeah. up. it is. The kills
1: yeah. are yeah. very graphic. I yeah. love the kills. And I am enjoying it's it. Very creative. Far.
0: Yeah, and then like, there's no CGI. Okay, well, no, there's there's like very minimal. You know, there's no CGI, like all the effects are like, you know, super cheesy almost to a point. Um, but um, everything is like effects, yeah, everything like there's practical, practical effects of heads being squashed and limbs being cut off and people being cut in half, and and it's so true to 80s. B movie slashers. Nice.
2: Slashers, yeah.
0: Without and there's
1: even cannibalism there. So oh, it's so,
2: yeah.
0: Nice. I, I love it so much. And uh, yeah. extreme stalker. It's super extreme, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, super. I, I, I love that you chose this, Anthony. This is definitely in my top 10. It's in my top five for sure of this year. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Terrifier 2. Highly recommend. Awesome. Um, Highly recommend Yeah. Re- if you're into slasher films. Right. Yeah. Yeah, if you're into slasher films, yeah. Okay, Emil, Definitely. as someone who who has seen Terrifier one, what's your take of Terrifier one? Before we jump to your film,
3: yeah, Terrifier one. Uh, like I'd like to repeat uh, what was mentioned already that um, it was like bleak. It's just like a film where you just watch Art the clown kill people, and there wasn't there wasn't really any sort of story that keeps you hanging on. And then mm-hmm. now watching through Terrifier two, I'm just an hour in. I can see where you where you mean that Terrifier 2 has fixed uh, certain things about the first film and I see how it has improved and I see there's a story also here <laughs> the kills are better and Art the clown is just even more terrifying so yeah I'm in, I'm currently enjoying it and I can't wait to finish the film
0: <laughs> Awesome yeah I think I think you'll really enjoy it and uh, yeah, follow, follow all the 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 actors on Twitter. They're very active on Twitter and they're very, yeah, they're very active. They're very Twitter. um responsive to fans. So it's it's really cool. Wow. And uh, yeah, Damien Leon is a hardcore, hardcore fucked up guy. Very talented director, <laughs> but there's something wrong with him.
2: Okay. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Yeah. That's
3: my attention today Yeah. yeah. We, we truly welcome Art the Clown in the uh, gallery of
0: a uh, slasher villains. villains. Yes. yes. 100%. Yes. After this for sure. Okay. Um. Emil, what movie have you brought for us today?
3: Yes. I'm very excited to talk about this because number one… The director is one of my favorite modern horror directors. (laughs) And number two, uh, it's a very unique film in a sense that it surprised me. I thought I was coming into this film with um, predictions and expectations that I could easily have um, guessed, but it still blew my mind in the end. And this Mm -hmm. film is Jordan
0: Peele's Nope. Nope. Nice. Mm -hmm. Has everyone seen this film? Yes. Yes, I have. Yes. Okay. Yes, Everyone. Yes. Okay. Cool. Uh, Emil, give us give us a very very super quick uh, premise. Okay. So we
3: have uh, a family of horse wranglers, uh, the Haywoods, and uh, basically uh, they just train and um, kind of sell horses for films in Hollywood. And uh, the 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 stars of this film are actually the uh, siblings, the Haywood siblings, which is. Um, Uh, O.J., played by uh, Daniel Kaluuya, and Emerald, played by Keith Palmer, which, by the way, they are really, really awesome in this film. And um, they suddenly, um, during during this time, they sort of encounter, (laughs) I don't want to spoil a lot, but they encounter uh, something, Mm -hmm. something, um, I guess extraterrestrial or something um, basically an unidentified aerial phenomenon sure and, and, and this, uh, the two the siblings try to just survive and find a way to survive and to control or maybe even just, yeah, yeah, just just get to the end of the day in encountering this unidentified aerial phenomenon mm-hmm.
0: so yeah nice okay all three all of right. you guys um, thumbs up or thumbs down for no because this is a very divis- divisive film
2: yeah. I give it a thumbs up.
0: Anthony. Um mm,
1: I I've had mixed thoughts about the film. But it's more sure. of a thumbs up because it's totally okay. different from what you were mm-hmm. expecting initially. Mm-hmm. Um I guess my um, letdown for the movie is that I was I was expecting a true horror film, but I guess it's yes. more of a sci-fi than a horror. It's more
0: sci-fi than horror. It's more sci-fi, yeah. But I
1: love the way that, yeah, I love the way that it breaks your expectations. You know, Mm -hmm. you're expecting to, uh, you're expecting for something
2: Mm and then finding out that it
0: wasn't. Yep. Nice. Okay. So yeah, super divisive film. I personally really, really love this film. And I also really love Jordan Peele's logline for the film, uh, which is, uh, what if this, um, spoiler territory, guys, what if the spaceship from Close Encounters of the Third Kind was actually the shark from Jaws? Yeah, yeah. That that's his log line for the film. And I was like, okay, okay. And I found that out after I saw the movie. Because I, um, to be honest, I was confused after seeing it the first time. And I, I really had Super. to digest everything to because it's it's very you're right, Anthony. It's not it's not straightforward. You really have to be like, what are the themes in this film? What is, what is, what's he talking about? Uh, but, but Emil, since this is your choice, uh, t- tell me about it. What, what, what do you like about it?
3: Uh, okay, so first off, uh, I, guess, I guess we are entering spoiler territory. I, I like how okay. their comparisons with the way the siblings were interacting with the creature and uh, Steven yun's character's um, Ark. His name is Ricky. And what happened is was that uh, throughout the film, uh, scenes from Ricky's past as well as being shown when he was a child actor. And mm-hmm. in, during this show, uh, uh, there was Gordy, a chimpanzee who uh, suddenly got out of control and wreaked have all over the set. And this, I guess, uh, became sort of a, like a traumatic memory for Ricky. And this drove Ricky to find a way to also interact with this uh, flying creature that we are are introduced to. So this first theme is all about um, trying to control something that you cannot control. And these two characters, the Haywood the siblings and uh, Ricky, they have uh, different different ways of of um, confronting a creature, and they can see uh, really what the outcome is because of how they are. Uh, how they, uh, how they treat such a creature. Uh, a second theme that I really like about this is the idea of a spectacle. Uh, like, uh, everything about the film is just one spe- uh, spectacle. We have the siblings trying to get a picture or a video of this creature so that they can get rich because as uh, black horse wranglers, they were not given any opportunity at all. And even, they they even talked about how their great-great-great-grandfather, I think, was the first ever I guess you could say actor in a film, but no one really knows or cares about it. And then we have Ricky again, who's trying to make the entire creature a spectacle. And it turns out that it backfires on him and ends up being eaten by this creature. Mm. And we also have the TMZ reporter who just <laughs> does everything he can to capture this creature as well, even ends up dying just for this. So I think the entire film, Jordan Peele is trying to say that sometimes our, our people nowadays were too obsessed with getting the, the right spectacle of things that we just don't end up thinking anymore or we just uh, don't see the dangers of it anymore. And I like how Jordan Peele put those two themes together in in a way that surprised me a lot because when they finally revealed that the spaceship was not a spaceship, but the actual creature, I was like mm-hmm. mind blown. It was mm-hmm. one of the most memorable things I've, I've watched uh, this year in terms of uh, horror, sci-fi horror films.
0: Nice. Franny, what, what what do you think of this cuz you said you 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 really enjoyed this this film.
2: Yeah, um it was mostly a thumbs up for me. I feel like the film was um symbolizing the exploitation also of like creatures in in Hollywood movies like like the stunt animals, um like like the themes on Gordy the chimp and the horses. Um, being filmed uh, like I don't know if it's a I don't know if it's too much of a far reach but I feel like it's dealing with um, the abuse that animals get in in being filmed or like the lengths that filmmakers will go to to exploit um, animals and actors on camera because as they were trying to um capture the the alien, it was like all obsessively how to capture it on film also. So yeah. parang, I feel like that's what the movie was trying to say. And and, and it's about the animals like um rebelling or like, 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 like what Emil was also saying. Like, you you can't really control something mm-hmm. just for your selfish purposes of like putting it in a movie or like, you know what I mean? Parang yeah, makes parang sense. Anim- animal cruelty or something. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like there were a lot of um, themes about that. Parang cautionary uh, fable. Yeah. For for nope. That, that's my take. I liked it.
0: Awesome. And Anthony, what, what what do you think? Since you're you're the the, mid, um, you're the yeah. mid, you're still thumbs up, but you're <clears throat> yeah, I think I need
1: to rewatch the film, um, but uh, yeah, I think Jordan Jordan Peele is trying to send a message to all his viewers and haters alike. Um, I think for me, the one thing uh, that really caught uh, with the film is probably is curiosity killed the cat. So um, huh. I guess that's the message that the film is trying to convey. Um, and yeah, uh, it's the danger uh, yeah, I, I think ML explained it about the spectacles. The uh, yeah, the themes about spectacle. And yeah, it's like it's like the animals are you know uh, are taking revenge on the people that have mistreated them in the form of the alien, of course. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's very, it's somehow poetic to me, uh, the whole theme of the movie. Mm. Um, I think The Alien was more of just a metaphor for something else that Jordan mm. Peele is trying to convey to its viewers. It's, um, I think, um, for some, I think for those who are not really into uh, those types of movies, you really need to re-watch the film to go yes. probably, just mm-hmm. to, yeah. to get the whole, uh, the whole concept of the movie. Because I've only watched it once, so I didn't, um, and I didn't get it, at, so I w- I will probably rewatch a film just to
0: get the. Have, you, have you guys message. seen? I uh, know. Have you guys read? Uh, see, uh, Jake Paul's take on the movie, because not yet. Have, no. you, do you know the the guy uh, Jake Paul, influencer, mm-hmm. whatever? Anyway, he went viral. No yeah, way. he went viral because he he uh, he uh, he posted about Nope saying that like. All the themes, like, like, there's nothing, you know, connecting. There's no straightforward story. It's ridiculous. It was a waste of film. Yeah. So anyway, he (laughs) He bashed it, basically. He basically bashed it, saying that Jordan Peele introduced so many things, um, did not follow up on anything, and then nothing came full circle because that's how a, a straightforward story kind of does. You set things up in the beginning. You follow it up in the middle, and then you come back at the very end to kind of loop it up. And parang he's saying that, that nothing happened. What is Gordy? Like he doesn't have like he he has no factor in the story. Uh, you know uh, uh, what what is the alien like? Why does he exist? Like yeah, the, it, yeah, doesn't, yeah. it doesn't it yeah. doesn't. There's no like it doesn't loop back, and it doesn't forward And then a lot of people really pushed back, saying that you know it's a uh, yeah exactly that. Um, it does not follow an actual story structure straightforward story structure. Um, a lot of these things but they're, they're vignettes uh, that happen um, and and uh, mm-hmm. they kind of represent everything. Um, so okay. so this is my this is my um, uneducated reading of the film. Um, I cannot <laughs> corroborate I cannot corroborate <laughs> that this is this is the one, but this is really my takeaway because yeah, like uh, there's just so many things that kind of reinforce it. There's uh, Gordy, the, the chimp who is taken outside of his home, being forced to perform in on TV. There are horses being taken from their home, being broken, and then you know, being there to display, you know, to, to perform for people. And then there's that whole metaphor at the beginning of the very first person on screen was a black horse wrangler. Um so 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 and then and then like with, with this knowledge and then just knowing that Jordan Peel is really just really about, you know, um you know uh, he's really about injustice and societal injustice and yeah. you know um fighting for Can black rights. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so 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 my reading of this is really like um it's 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 uh, you cannot just break someone. You cannot break a monkey. You cannot break a horse. They keep repeating that they're breaking the horse. Someone's Mm -hmm. breaking the horse. You can't break a monkey, put him somewhere, and then expect him to be perfect. He will rebel at some point. You can't break a horse, you know, and then put them in another environment. And then this alien ship, the Jaws ship, is. Basically, trying to take a new species and take them somewhere else. So, so like humans are taking animals, taking them somewhere else. Like white people are taking black people from Africa, putting them somewhere else. This metaphor of the alien taking humans and then literally chewing them up and spitting them out. You know, that's my reading. It chewing them up, yeah. chewing them up, and then spitting them out like that that that's it like it's it's really about breaking breaking someone breaking someone's will, and you can't just expect them to not fight back, yeah, like the yeah. gordy fights back, horses fight back mm-hmm. um yeah and you know humans will fight back, you're fucking trying to take you know take me, I will fight back yeah. so that, that that's that is kind of my reading i'm I'm, I'm sure. It's it's not it, but that's my takeaway. Like uh trying to oh, yeah, that's, break that's someone great. and 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 uh you know so yeah, so like for, for me, my best like I really watch it thinking it's not this is not really a, a horror film, but that scene of yung Pan 10 minute scene of the spaceship raining blood over the house. Yeah that is super badass, like. Yeah, that, that, that's what I mean by like chewing them up and spitting them out. Like th- the spaceship chewed up everyone he took from that town and yeah. spat them out onto the house. And that's yeah. one of the most horrific scenes I've seen this year, for sure. Um,
3: yeah, uh, the, I would like to add when they were like just the, the, the scenes Being where they soft, were just soft. inside
0: the, the, yeah. two, the two. Yeah, bodies. it's yeah. fucking scary. It's like, like it seems so… It is screaming. so
2: yeah, the and claustrophobia the claustrophobia, like, claustrophobia
0: the, yeah it, that was such an effective scene uh, but, yeah I, I really love that and but, I think yeah go ahead Anthony
1: sorry I think that scene kind of reminded me of one scene in War of the Worlds yes, of the yes yes
0: yes yes. exactly yes Spielberg's War of the Worlds yes yeah he has a scene very very similar how really
2: feels to be abducted
0: yeah very similar scene yeah. So 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 I I I really yeah yeah I really enjoyed enjoyed no especially for the fact that I always know that Jordan Peele is trying to say something else. It's not just it's never straightforward, and I really think that's what horror should be. Always, you just can't. True. You have to talk about society. It always has to be a reflection of society, and you know. At the beginning, I used to really criticize people saying, wow, Jordan Peele is the greatest new horror director ever. Um, <laughs> but you know, you know, that they have a point. He, he, he is, it's, it, he is taking, he is horror in its roots. It's, it always should reflect the horrors of society. And he always does that. And I, I think it's great. And I love this movie. So, yeah. Excellent. Thank you Food. for coming to Chris's TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, this is this is really about you guys. I don't know why I always talk so much. I'm so sorry. No,
3: but it's great. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. that a film like that can can gather so many interpretations.
0: So many interpretations. Yeah, and that's so, yeah. that's, what's, that's what that's why I love about movies. Like we all come up with our own interpretations. Like nothing is set. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's what what do you what's your takeaway? I'm good. Wow, leading into that, that's a great segue because uh Franny's choice of movie <laughs> what can he get out is, of it is what the fuck <laughs> This is this is a difficult difficult film. This is a difficult film. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, okay. so let's let's jump movie. to that. Uh, Franny, okay. what's your choice?
2: Okay, so um Speak No Evil is a Danish film by a Danish director. Um so it's pretty much a cautionary tale for parents or <laughs> or people in general not to trust people that they Travelers. meet on a vacation. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. So uh it's it's quite the slow burn uh movie, but it really sucks you in. So the plot is about um a Danish couple on vacation in Italy. They meet a Dutch couple. Um, so this this Danish couple, a man and his wife with their young daughter, meet a Dutch couple with a young son who is apparently uh, mute. Uh, they later discover that... He, have you guys seen the film?
3: Yep. Yes.
2: Okay. So they later discover that the Dutch couple's son uh, has no tongue and they they explain that it was a birth defect so he doesn't speak and he's a little bit um uh he's a little bit like antisocial because of it he's a little bit uh he seems a bit like a disturbed child um so the the two families hit it off while they're on vacation and the dutch couple invites the danish uh family to vacation with them again like spend the weekend in their like Cabin in the woods or something. So since everything seems like fun and exciting, they, after much deliberation, they decide to uh, meet their new friends and go through with the with the weekend uh, holiday. So as as they as movies like this uh, happen with like meeting your new friends and like getting acquainted with them in a vacation, things start to. Um, go out of hand Uh, things start to go awry and it's very uh subtle at first which is like the magic of this movie it's like very reminiscent of those um politeness horror movies that that uh we've been subjected to lately like you know the invitation or like funny games like um everything is just so polite and you're just so stifled um while while the two families are together in the in the cabin of the dutch family uh there are like microaggressions that start to happen uh there's a lot of passive aggressive uh arguments and they are um disturbing enough to unnerve the viewer but also make you not sure if you're just like jumping to conclusions or if you're just like, it's like gaslighting you into wondering if, yeah, it's like, it it gaslights the audience into questioning whether this is okay or is it like a boundary that we should be having that should not be okay. So, so certain things start happening (laughs) that make the, that make the Danish family want to abort the vacation. Something makes them want to leave and then before before they can actually leave, like they get reeled back in. And then basically that's the entire movie for the first two thirds until it comes to a head and a very, very shocking mm-hmm. twist, which leads to a very, very, very shocking climax mm-hmm. and a very, very depressing <laughs> ending. <laughs> so uh, for the sake of whoever's listening to this who hasn't seen it, because I really want... Um, as much people to see this. Uh, <laughs> to share with death. your misery.
0: No, no, Know that <laughs> coming share, into the to film. To share with our misery.
2: Uh, yeah, it, it's like pure prepared. torture. Yes. <laughs> but at the same time, it's one of those movies that's best seen without having a single idea about what you're gonna go through. Yes. Because it's best enjoyed that way because of all the shocking scenes that are about to ensue. So... Yon. Um,
3: <laughs> <laughs> I
2: highly recommend. I highly recommend this movie because it is literally going to shock even even a seasoned horror fan. Yeah. I I am pretty sure it's going to be shocked by the by the very oppressive um third act of this movie because it deals with children, mm-hmm. so it's quite traumatic in that way. Super. And it deals a lot with like feeling helpless because. You're hoping for for some kind of um, survival instinct on the part of the parents, or like the fight or flight um, uh, instinct for for the good guys to um, survive, or like at least put up a fight. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, um, this is like pure terror. It's not just horror, but it's really terror to see yeah. to see how the movie. Um, unfolds towards the end so like i it's it's one of my it's one of my top movies for the year because it's like really terrifying and really makes you feel so helpless
0: yeah absolutely <laughs> totally agree uh parang uh, i think uh especially for for people like you and me uh franny um being parents, this is a fucking terrifying movie. It's terrifying <laughs> for parents, for sure. Uh, but I hope when watching watching this film, like first first two, like the first two thirds of the movie, I was like, so is the horror just
2: cringe? cringe yeah, is it horror? Just, Is it yeah, cringe yeah. horror? Yeah.
0: But because it's so yeah. so cringe, yeah. super because cringe. Because there are elements
2: of black comedy, right? Boy,
0: you're like, oh my god, but this is so crazy. fucking cringe. Yeah. Like, ah. Uh, uh, and then you, and then the gaslighting starts like midway, and then yeah, you're like, "Oh yeah, my god, yeah, what is yeah. happening?" And then the yeah. last fifteen minutes happen, and then you're like, "Yeah, that was a fucking horror film. Yeah, that was <laughs> fucking <laughs> horrific. Yeah, 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 horrific. Yeah, that was fucking horrific. Um, yeah, so such a different movie, so different. Yeah. What did you guys think, Emil and Anthony? Um, I think what I really like about the movie is that. Uh, it
1: surprises you on the latter half.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm. Um, yeah. Parang, it slowly picks up the pace during yeah. the earlier parts and then shocks you in the finale. Um, I wasn't really expecting that scene, you know, you know mm-hmm. that scene in particular way. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I think none of us were, right? Thank like you yep. the twist.
1: Yeah. Although I was expecting it for them to be something more supernatural. But being them just plain humans make it makes it more disturbing. No, yes, oh, yes, so they're yes. just yes. fucking so authentic humans. It. Is it? Yeah, yeah. like like so
2: the fact that it's a
1: crime. Yeah. yeah, it is a crime. Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: which makes it way disturbing. I guess, Igoro, Um, I guess there are some decisions on the film that were kind of questionable. Siguro. Maybe it's because of our culture as Filipinos. We tend to be more street smart compared to yes, other cultures. Yeah, more, more yeah because
0: like, you would never guys. fucking stay in that house. Like, exactly. that. you they would leave would agree to immediately. immediately.
2: At the first sign, <laughs> right?
0: At yep. the first sign
1: of weirdness.
3: They did already, actually, but then
2: they, <laughs> they came tried. back
3: because they of pure stupidity.
1: Yeah. But I guess it's probably with their culture, siguro, namasa, namasa, mas welcoming, mas, yeah, right. you know, they're not as wary as us Filipinos when we sense something isn't right. So I kind of get the overall sense of the film. But yeah, this is very fucked up. Probably my top five, one of my top five, because hey, it's, it, it's very divisive in horror communities. Some would say that they were not good in making decisions, but I totally understand them not making good decisions because it's probably part of their culture, siguro. Um, yeah. With Europeans, or and, I don't know, and believable
0: yeah. the execution. How they how they did it in the yes. movie it was very believable. Yeah,
1: justifiable. And that scene, too, Um I wasn't really expecting that scene. You know,
0: not last part
1: not. when they were, yeah, they, I don't want to. The ones.
0: hopelessness of like not fighting. Hopelessness. Hopelessness. Like, I don't know, like, ugh, it's so difficult to watch.
1: Yeah, it was, and then the twist for the kid, yung, that was very disturbing mm-hmm. as well, especially yeah. if you know. Mm. If uh, if you have a family and then you're watching the film, yeah. it makes you mm. it makes you, it makes you think about your kids and all. To yeah. say, what if this happens to me? What if this mm. happens to me? What would I do? Yeah, but it's very disturbing. Um, I really like the touch of the film. It's very very minimalistic. Like the setting was just there; yeah. they yeah. were just yeah. sitting around. Simple. And the screaming scene—that uh, that's probably one of my favorite parts as well. Which one? Which the one two guys? The Oh yeah, the male the bonding, bonding. Yeah, sure, sure. Their their therapy session, quote and unquote um, and yeah. where they were screaming at each other. That was that very was, disturbing.
2: That was basically the the villainous dad grooming. Yes. Eh. They yeah, were totally grooming, grooming yeah, 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 the entire exactly. family. Yeah. Eh. yeah, yeah. It's like abuse talaga eh.
1: I love that scene. It's very disturbing and funny at the same time. Um yeah. but yeah, it's a mix of both. So that was one of my favorite scenes.
2: Can I add two things, <laughs> Yes, please.
0: Yes, please.
2: Um, like with, with when Anthony mentions the screaming thing, like like the villain grooming the other dad. Um, it kinda has that disturbing quality of this um document, similar to this documentary I saw about uh where a child was also being molested by another family, and and the the predator was also seducing the parents, like even the dad. Mm and there was an there was an element where the danish dad was kind of idolizing the machismo of the dutch dad yeah yeah so it yeah, kind of yeah. it kind of felt like there was a homoerotic thing even because he was yeah. idolizing him so yeah, so it, it was like they were definitely seducing them right 100%. in a very inappropriate way
0: super and then like he kind the, of even went against thing, his wife eh? yeah
2: yes yeah and the other thing that that was like one of the scariest um foreshadowing signs now was when they had to leave their daughter with a fucking babysitter who was a full-grown man. Wasn't no. that, like, mm-hmm. so scary already? That was so it was like, like, I would have super never... Super red flag, right? I would never yeah, have like, done that. like, what the fuck, like, right? Sorry.
0: Like, sorry. Never. Yeah. yeah. Ter- terrifying movie. Like, all, all these three movies you guys have chosen, terrifying in very different ways. We got a slasher. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> we've got a fucking sci-fi alien stuff, and we've got like authentic like this could have happened
1: psychological horror.
0: This could have happened like yeah, you know, two blocks away kind of horror. Yeah, True. Um, yes. Yeah. So super, oh, sure. super like really great range of uh, choices. This this episode, guys. Um, yeah. So so yeah, like for for me, all three of these films. That's why I, again, number one, I said 2022 best year in horror in the in recent few uh few uh recent years for sure um these three are definitely in my top ten um might Same, all be in my top five I'm not sure but but like <laughs> yeah, all three are stellar choices guys for different reasons, so yeah, super super great choices, thanks for this yeah, no problem
3: it's it's just too bad that you know there are so many more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: so yeah, many more so yeah. we really want yeah, to talk can, about. But still. really, really great choices for the for this episode, guys. Uh, and uh, yes. yeah, uh, yeah, that that was fun. A- any last words for yeah. for you on on your films or on the other choices? We'll start with you. Uh, let's go in the, the 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 order we started, Anthony.
1: Okay. Um, well, I guess it's more of us. Um, picking the right choice for the film. Um, horror is very divisive in the first place. Um, it's it whether you're more of a slasher straightforward fan or you're more of an A24, you know, you're into elevated, elevated horror. <laughs> yeah. Elevated <laughs> horror. It's still a matter of how you enjoy watching it. I think that's what matters most, you know. Um, you just need to enjoy the whole experience. Whether you're watching something that's not your touch or something that's not your cup of tea it's more important that you know you're, just, you're enjoying your viewing experience that's all for me
0: nice Emil
3: yeah Um. yeah I guess uh, what our choices uh, for, for the horror films this episode are trying to say is that yeah there are many kinds of, of horror there are many things that can scare us and it's all a matter of just going deep to understand what is it that what is it that scares us and how we can address it is it like a a clown is it mm-hmm. <laughs> a, a creature we can't control or is it strangers and that's that's i guess why we love horror so much because we're able to address uh these issues so i'm i'm excited and i'm glad about uh, all these horror films in 2022 and i
0: can't wait for the rest mm-hmm. nice okay franny take us away uh your yeah. final thoughts
2: um uh, i i was like going back and forth on which movies to choose because it's true this year has been so exciting in terms of selection of horror films and i'm so excited to discuss um more that uh i've seen in recent days also like um the menu like i totally recommend it to you guys and Pearl, like I was, Pearl. I was, I was so like, on the fence on which to choose whether it was this movie or Pearl. But since, um, yeah, but this movie was so, was so powerful to me, so it had to be discussed also. So, like what Emil said, like I'm super excited also for what else I still haven't seen. I'm so excited to see those other movies. So, there,
0: awesome. Thank you, thank you, everyone. Um, that was that was. I think this is easily my favorite episode of Deadheads, um, wow. based on the choices, <laughs> thank you as well. based on the choices so far, <laughs> and also like how how we really got into all three movies. I think we really had great motivations for why we liked everything. Um, super enjoyed that discussion, guys. Thank you for being on. Same. As usual, enjoyable. Same. Oh, yeah. Thanks,
2: guys. Hope to see thank you, thank you for you. next
0: episode. Um, yeah, and that's it. I'll see you soon. Yeah. See okay. you.
1: Thank
2: you. Thanks, guys. Thank you.